0: Four minutes after 12, and this is LBC 97.3. This is also your weekly opportunity to get an answer to the question that has had you puzzled for the longest time. That that little bit you heard there in my slightly doctored voice, that's true. I I honestly do believe, I've never ever had a week where I've thought this wasn't the case, that by one o'clock today I will know more than I do now. And so will you. I don't know how we could prove that. And, of course, unless I could take some sort of print of your brain, I wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to prove to me that you hadn't had your knowledge increased. But it, it is, it's, it's generally something that people don't quibble with. If you're new to this, uh, I'm going to describe it in a way that will make it sound a bit dull. And trust me, it isn't. It's the radio equivalent of those newspaper columns. Notes and queries, Q&A, call them what you will. Uh, some newspapers carry them every day, where readers write in with a question. Why do we do this? You know that thing. Where does that come from? What What is that? The whys, the wheres, the whences, the withers, the wherefores, any question at all. The only rules we have here are rules of dullness and repetition. Dullness, obviously, is in the ear of the beholder. So if we think the question's dull, my apologies, sayonara. If we remember having dealt with the question relatively recently, my apologies, have a lovely day. Stay tuned, you will still find out, you will still learn something new, but it won't be the answer to the question you were hoping. It would be. That's it. So dullness and repetition are the only grounds for exclusion. Otherwise you can ring zero eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three now and ask a question which has had you puzzled for either 20 minutes or 20 years i don't mind which if you hear someone else ask a question to which you do know the answer the number remains the same it's by far the busiest hour of the week on the switchboard but it's not actually uh consistent it goes from one week to the next it can be very different so last week we were absolutely chocker at five to twelve this week we've still got a few phone lines free at five past twelve so if you want to grab one of them don't hang around grab it now if you don't get through Got the number in the memory of your phone, and judicious use of redial gives you the best opportunity of getting through at a later date. That number, in case you don't know it, because this is a lovely uh, opportunity to phone LBC, even if sometimes you find the prospect a little unnerving, because there's no, you don't need to start an argument or, or even defend a point. You just ask or answer a question. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. That's it. We're off. It's six minutes after 12. If you want to double-check... Uh, the lbc.co.uk website you'll find a mystery hour archive where most of the questions we've dealt with in the past are uh listed but generally speaking the best way is to suck it and see Sinead's in Luton Sinead question or answer
1: it's a question James it it
0: would be wouldn't it given that you're (laughs) first on this week what is it the
1: question is why is popcorn the snack of choice in cinemas
0: that's a really good question isn't it yeah
1: I I did want to know I was eating popcorn
0: and I wanted to know why Of all have, have, have you noticed how popular popcorn is becoming outside cinemas? I know, you'd be see, see
1: it in all the shops now It's, and like didn't, it's only
0: relatively recently that it's got onto the crisp aisle and there's uh, the fellow that started Pret a Manger's got his own brand out I saw it in Café Nero this morning There's I don't, You sort of think someone really if it is going to suddenly start shifting in enormous quantities, someone should have done this years ago but they've always sold it in cinemas, cinemas It used, yeah. used to be the only place we would eat popcorn why? I like that. You're on.
1: OK, thanks.
0: Thank you, Sinead. Why do we eat popcorn in cinemas? 0845 wait I love that question. I love the questions that actually could have occurred to you at any point in the last, what, 30 years? But didn't. Why? You never, you never, I, my kids do now, but generally speaking, you never come home and think, oh, do you know what, I could really eat some popcorn. It's a bit like Christmas lunch. David's in Hackney. David, what have you got?
2: Hello, James. Hello, David. Um, it was a story in the news. It, 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 was a, it was a political story. It's the only way I can yeah. describe it. And, it uh, and they used the term, and I've heard it a million times, uh, red tape. Yes. And um, there's loads of red tape. This that. I have no idea what it means. And I was going to look it up, but I thought, no, I'll save it for Thursday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a, I don't know. Is that laziness or a compliment? I can't decide. Uh, there. Yeah, both, no. I think. Well, it must be. It, it must be. And this isn't going to be your answer. Someone else will have to provide us with a more definitive answer. But it, it must be that you, you, you would have paperwork wrapped up in red tape, and it, you had to cut the red tape before you filled in the paper, mustn't it? I have no idea. No, nor do I. Absolutely no idea. It's no a idea. lovely question. So we're looking for the origins of the phrase red tape and the reason why popcorn and cinemas go together like a horse and carriage. David, thank you. 08456060973. Alison is in Dartford. Alison, question or answer? Question. Come on.
3: OK. Right. Um, I want to know mm. uh, where the colour goes from things like washing liquid and shower gel when it goes into the water, because it doesn't necessarily colour the water. Well, it
0: would if you had enough of it.
3: Well, not necessarily. They, they did black washing, like, um, what do you call it, uh, comfort no i like, sorry.
0: Fabric um, softener.
3: Fabric softener. Yeah. Yes, and it
0: doesn't colour the water black. No, well, it wouldn't, would it? Well, why not? Well, it would if you put, okay, think of it this way. Here's a little tub of black fabric softener, right? Mm-hmm. Now put two drops of water in it. Yeah. What colour is it? It's
3: all black. I should yeah. Imagine.
0: Okay. So now here is several gallons of water, and you put one tiny little cap full of fabric softener in. Yeah,
3: but it's, it's not several. Well, I oh no, I don't buy that, James.
0: What do you mean you don't buy that? It's not it's not a I mean, pick and mix. That's no. just a fact. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't
3: get it. We, I don't. I, when it's such a strong colour. Yes, but it's diluted! Well, no, but it's not, it, doesn't, it doesn't come out a diluted colour, though. It, in the water, the water's still clear. Unless I'm mad. And, of
0: course, that is an option. S- no, I... Well, all right, well, I'm not going to suggest that. I'm far too polite. <clears throat> the, the question, um, then, is, where does all the colour go from detergents, yeah. soaps, shower gels?
3: Anything.
0: Yeah, and, all right. Uh, what's your penance, then, when I'm proved right?
3: Um...
1: I don't know. I'm sorry. I'll think of
0: something. (laughs) Alison, thank you. Where does all the colour go? 0-8-4-5. No, I'm doing it again. I'm laughing at a question. Every single week, week in, week out, the more condescending, dismissive and rude I am about how rubbish a question is, the more it comes back to bite me on the backside subsequently and turn out not to have been stupid at all. Uh, Harry is in Edgeware. Harry, question or answer?
2: Hello, James. It's a question.
0: Hello, Harry. Thank you. Uh,
2: If the Earth rotated the opposite way around, Uh-oh. apart from the obvious consequence, i.e. the sun rising in the west, would yeah. there be any other consequences?
0: For like what? What What? What? mean?
2: I don't know. What else is affected by the rotation of the Earth?
0: Tides? So
2: would the tides flow the other way?
0: I don't know. I think I like the question. What's made you... um? contemplate it
4: uh, my 12
2: year old son asked me not too long ago
0: yeah
2: why does the sun always rise in the east and oh. I explained to him about the rotation of the earth yes and
0: and he space, said space. what would happen if it went the other way
2: yeah effectively quite, is it something to do with magnetic poles as well, well? it must yeah. be mustn't
0: it? It, might, it, it you know these sort of questions make my teeth itch don't you because I, I, I never know whether they're brilliant or banal
2: probably a mixture of both
0: mate <sighs> such is life Harry eh Carry on, we'll do our best at what would happen if the earth went the other way round. Where does all the colour go in soaps and detergents, shower gels, fabric softeners? Origins of the phrase red tape? And why do we eat popcorn in cinemas when we hardly ever, until very recently, ate it anywhere else? It's 12 minutes after 12. Remember, if you can answer any of these questions, hit the numbers now. Steve is in Chelsea. Question or answer, Steve? It's a question, James. Yes. The uh, the
2: phrase, it ain't over till the fat baby thing. Yeah. Who's the fat lady? It's, it's, it's
0: opera, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it, it, it's opera, but it must be an, an actual person. A specific... Singer. Do you think? I, I think so, but yeah. I
0: mean, most female opera singers are fairly well upholstered historically. I know there are exceptions, but, but generally speaking, if you couldn't play Brunhilde with a, if you were a size of 8, could you?
2: No, but I just wondered. Uh, I thought about the yesterday, while I was at the doctor's, and I thought, oh, I know, I'll phone James up
0: today. I don't know if I'd like you thinking about me when you're in the doctor's office, Steve. <laughs> I think that's a little inappropriate, frankly, but the fact... I, 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 yes, you want a name of an opera singer, or an opera character, or, or a... a, a... Well, 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 I mean, is it an opera singer?
2: I've always assumed it is, but maybe it's just a
0: female singer we'll find out i i think that i think that it's a specific opera rather than a specific opera singer uh and and it ain't over until i don't know a lot about opera do you have sort of conventions in opera do you have epilogues and prologues and so the the sung equivalent i don't, I don't know but if if you have a narrator well we'll find out why am i thinking out loud and i've got hundreds of thousands of people who can give me a proper answer bill's in you and bill question or answer hey,
5: it's a question then yes um, how do one person become a saint? A saint? Yeah, a saint, like St. George's or St. Peter. St. Michael. Yeah. St. Anne. Or St. Dio. Um, saint. If I want to become a saint, what do I have to do?
0: Do you want to become a saint? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you a Catholic? Yeah. Cool. Well, you're halfway there, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> You have to. Uh, I, I mean, you have to be put forward for beatification by the Vatican. So, so I could put you forward for it to the Vatican, and they would then have to decide whether or not you were suitable. And then I would have to provide evidence of a miracle that you had uh, been responsible for, either before or after death right so at the at the moment they are seeking to canonize which is the stage after beatification the actual uh affording of sainthood they're seeking to canonize john paul ii and there right. are claims from various people that praying to him has effected a miracle and that's good enough for the for the vatican right have you have you performed any miracles bill
5: no, that was actually a joke. I know I can't, I can't become a saint, but I was just... It's, a bill. Um, they say
0: it's, it's attitudes like that <laughs> that hold you back in life, my friend. What's it, If it's good enough for Bernadette, it's good enough for you. No, St. No, bill. I to, saint I, I need, bill. I need, I need to be a Pope first, and uh, there's no you, No, you don't somewhere. need to be a Pope. You just need to do a miracle. If you can do a miracle, I'll sort the rest of it out. All right, okay. So you yeah. need to be proposed, considered... And in the process of consideration, you need to provide evidence, or your supporters need to provide evidence of a miracle. Right. Okay. Is that is that a satisfactory answer for you?
5: Yeah, I think so, yeah.
0: What do you mean you think so? What, <laughs> else, were, what else were you hoping for?
5: Um, uh, what about St George's? Will they be a Catholic?
0: I think they're going for Mother Teresa at the moment as well. She wasn't a pope. All right. So they just need to find evidence of a miracle. And, and you know, between you and me, Bill, even though we're both members of the faithful... I don't know how seriously scrutinised that evidence of miracles really is. Seems to me, once once you're over the hump, you're there, you're home and dry, the, you, you, you can start polishing your halo.
5: <laughs> All right, thanks very much.
0: I, uh, um, I'm i going to give myself a round of applause, Bill. Oh, uh, well, OK, have it. <laughs> a little bit of, re- a bit of reluctance there, Bill, Same Bill? Um, you don't- yeah, we... we- we, we've spoken before. You're yeah. not, you're not, but you're not 100% happy with the answer you got? Um, about 83%. Yeah, I'll take uh, it. Uh, I'll uh, no, 83 But I mean, let's be honest, 100%, it'd be a miracle. It's 12.16. <laughs> Joanne Webb is in the LBC 97.3 travel centre.
1: Thanks, James. Still very busy on the M25 anti-clock... <laughs>
0: Nineteen minutes after 12, this is LBC 97.3. Popcorn and cinemas, why? Uh, Origins of the phrase red tape? I think I answered this, but she wasn't happy. Where does all the colour go in soaps and detergents when you use a black fabric softener, which you can buy, actually? Why does uh, nothing happen to the water or the clothes? Why is the blackness not sustained? Uh, What would happen if the earth went the other way round? What's the origin of the phrase, the fat lady sings? Is that two phrases now. And uh, I answered Bill's question, how do you become a saint? If you want to add to that, I suppose you can. Uh, Rob's in Stockwell. Rob, question or answer?
6: Uh, it's an answer, James. Come on, then. First time caller, I couldn't resist.
0: You're very I heard welcome. You
6: talking about uh, opera. Oh, yes. Because that's completely wrong. Really? It's, it's the fat lady sings.
0: Yeah.
6: Yes. I can't remember I heard this. I think it might have been on a trivial pursuit question. But <laughs> apparently the answer is it's about US elections. Really? yes Go so on. the fat lady apparently is texas which was the last result normally to come in on the election and the singing is actually the telegraph wire which apparently sings when a message or it used to be when a message
0: oh came i after. hope you're right that's such a lovely answer so the the the, the election ain't over until the texan votes until have been texas counted result is in. yes stay there rob i think we've got an early stewards inquiry Phillips in waltham abbey philip what have you got
6: Higher there, yeah, I've just uh, listened to that answer. Yes. And uh, it's completely blown mine out of the water, because it sounds so bizarre, that it's probably correct.
0: Was well, you giving up without a fight for you, giving up very easily. <laughs> the bloke said he doesn't know. Rob said he doesn't know where he got it from. It might have been Trivial Pursuit. That's the point where I get my sword out and think, right, I'm going to have you, pal. I know. My,
6: my, my, my point was because I I do I conduct opera. Right. Um, and I just... I, I, I've always assumed the phrase is just a, a general perception of opera singers being, you know... Uh, well endowed in yes. the uh, in the tummy area, yes. and uh, and also that you know most operas end with you know a soprano singing a long aria before she do that she dies. You know, yes. um, of course, there's a perception that's not true anymore because most opera singers are very fit and, and uh, thin, uh, and you don't get hired if you're huge nowadays. And
0: but, um, and how many uh, how many operas do end with a with a with an aria like that? Roughly, quite a I mean, lot, what, more than half.
6: Oh, I don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. say as many as that, but I mean, think well, of the, all the famous ones: Bohem, Traviata. You yeah, know, they all they all sort of finish in that way. But Philip, but, can I
0: just thank you for saying that? As if I would just nod along knowledgeably when I, <laughs> I unfortunately, unfortunately, opera is something of a gap in my artistic.
6: Ah, get yourself. I want. I want to. I want to. It's so yeah. expensive, Philip. No, it's not. Yes, no, it's, it's not. Is. It's not. Honestly, it isn't. It's cheaper than far cheaper than going to watch Arsenal. So what, I don't necessarily
0: uh, want to go and watch Arsenal either, yeah. frankly. <laughs> so you're, 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 you're effectively fading from the field.
6: I, I think that the answer sounded so convincing to bizarreness
0: that i think probably he's absolutely right we won't forget that in a hurry either because of its oddness yeah. the more odd yeah. something is the more likely it is to take root in our consciousness if however events subsequently prove you right i will remember to include you in the round of applause that i'm thank about you. sorry I, I do appreciate that no, thank you you're, you're more than welcome uh, Philip okay. thank you I, I, I like that i conduct opera just casually thrown in go i conduct opera uh, rob i think you nailed it yeah the the only was that was that a little grunt of achievement there
6: self-satisfaction yeah i like that That
0: as the audio equivalent of blowing on your fingernails and rubbing your chest (laughs) (laughs) all that concerns me is is the paucity of your qualifications well
6: yeah yeah i can't remember i'm prepared to put
0: a fiver on it are you yeah i'm not allowed to bet on the radio but jones the engineer is are you going to take that bet jones no he likes it as well which means this is for you rob again i just hang on i just need to say a quick word of caution this was your first ever call to a first radio first station call, yeah, yeah. I'd, i would make sure it was a good one well no but i don't i wouldn't want you to think that that you will be able to scale these sort of heights of excitement subsequently no i'll probably never call you again so exactly exactly <laughs> I, I mean i'd like you to but i just I, I don't want you to get addicted to be chasing this high for the next no, few years phoning up the everybody best. And, it's always the best, okay. well that's the point everybody. i was sort of mad also you got a round of applause people have been ringing for years who've never managed to get one of those mark's in greenwich mark question or answer it's a
5: question james yeah go on how far does daylight stretch how do you mean well, basically, at night, right, when you look up at the sky...
0: Yeah.
5: You know, if you watch watching sort of, you know, your stars at night, and they say, oh, look at the window now, and you'll see Orion's Belt, that's about a million miles
0: away, isn't it? Well,
5: it's, a, it's a fair distance. <laughs> OK, so, like, looking up at the daylight now... Yeah. ...and then thinking, well, how far does it actually stretch? I mean, if you put daylight at the end of a pipeline that you oh, lay straight... Blimey. ...for a thousand oh. miles, would oh. you see that daylight at the end of the pipeline?
0: If we're not lighting up the stars... The stars are lighting up themselves. They're burning gases in the dark.
5: You still don't mean nothing. I, I just want to know how far this daylight
0: stretches. Well, it's the speed of light, isn't it? That's the, thing, that's the question you're asking. I think is the answer is the speed of light, is the answer.
5: No, I mean. If, how far if, does light if you reach? Lay a pipeline. Oh, no. A, a pipeline. Yeah. In a straight line. Yeah. Vertical. Dead straight. And it was a thousand miles.
0: Yeah.
5: Straight line. And you look through the pipeline, one end. Would you see the daylight at the other end, a thousand miles away? You probably wouldn't, would you?
0: So, you you mean going upwards?
5: Well, upwards, sideways, just in a straight line. Well, I mean, where, if you look
0: now. No, just, I know, just, just, where does day, where do you think daylight comes from?
2: Presumably the sun?
0: Yeah. I think that's your answer, isn't it?
2: What, so the
5: daylight stretches as far as the sun?
0: Well, no. It doesn't you're you're asking when, when, when the light's bounced off the earth and is going back out again, that's what you're describing as daylight, but daylight is also the light coming to us from the sun.
7: No, 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 James. What I'm I saying I love
0: is that you sound so I mean lo- condescending when you do that and you're the one talking gibberish, <laughs> not me, pal. <laughs>
5: Yeah, well, James, listen, mate, you're the one who's got all the, um, you know, the people listening out. I just want an answer to <laughs> the <to my> question. <laughs> it's not a people question. To... How far does daylight
0: stretch? You might as well, well say, how, is how wet stretch? is water?
5: Not necessarily. I yeah. mean, if you get in a spaceship and you carry on travelling in one direction into the sky... Yes. Then how far before it's going to go black? Because, um, look, I'm looking at the sky and now it just looks blue and then nothing behind the blue and it just looks black. But at night, when it's dark, you can <laughs> see forever
0: and ever. Well, you can see bright things in the sky because it's dark. It's got nothing to do with daylight.
5: How come I can see
0: the clouds, then? I, don't, I, I All right. Well, what are they in the sky, so then? You, They're so not that,
5: light. They're just what, what are I'm,
0: they I'm in not, the sky. No, no, I'm, I'm going home. All right. I'm going to... This is what you want on the board. How far does daylight stretch? Yeah. Right. You're on.
5: So you couldn't answer
0: could you, James? Because it's a stupid question. No, it's not how far does daylight stretch. <sighs> There's a lot of questions <laughs> I can't answer. Like, how long is a piece of string? I can't answer that either. It doesn't make it a good question.
5: OK. You can put it on the board for me, James.
0: I'm putting it on the board for you, Mark.
5: you have got plenty more like that, <laughs> mate. <laughs> oh,
0: God. <gosh. laughs> how far does daylight stretch? Oh, good. have I done it again? I can't have done, can I? That must be a stupid question. Mark, Mario's in Hoban. Mario, question or answer?
7: You've done it again, James. No,
0: I haven't done it again. That is a stupid question.
7: Well, I hope mine is all right because it's from my little girl. Come on then. She asked me, right, she's just turned three, James. Right, oh, bless. she's totally yeah, sweet little girl. She's she's totally addicted to this to this little cartoon called Jake and the Neverland Pirates. I yeah, it well, yeah. <laughs> right, so she was asking me the other day because we went to the park and we stood up on the. Uh, she climbed up like a like a made up ship, and she climbed up the top. And she said, "Ahoy!" she said jake does it yes where where does it come from so i try to say to her well i've heard pirates say it and i've heard shipmates say it ahoy there ahoy Ahoy! because you know that's what she's in the song with jake and the neverland pirates he
0: says ahoy ahoy it's a it's a nautical term of greeting absolutely well i mean it's probably greek or latin in that case but i don't Yeah. yeah ahoy
7: Ahoy. Ahoy. So is it the word ahoy. Yeah, because that's what she ever says. Every time we climb up on something and she's at a height higher than me, when she calls to me, she says, Daddy, ahoy. Oh, bless Ahoy. Me. And I'm thinking,
0: oh,
7: wow.
0: Yeah. Little girl." Oh, I don't yeah, know OK. Sure. We, I, I, no, you're on. I just, I'm just surprised that we've never thought about that before. It's in sort of common parlance, so and it must what have a... What,
7: what is the call-out of, of ahoy?
0: And why, why ships, boats? We yes. don't do it anywhere yes. else. You're on. I like it, Absolutely. Mario. Good stuff. No,
7: you're welcome, Dave. Thank you very much.
0: How, how can, while you're here, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. How far does daylight stretch?
7: How far does daylight stretch? Yeah. Well, I know the sun goes down at whatever time we've been given in Greenwich. Uh, yeah, but how far, all, does, Britain, how far does daylight stretch? There's no such thing as how far does daylight stretch. Well, because how come I
0: can see clouds in the sky?
7: Because it's sunny, James. And yeah, obviously. she.
0: Now you know. Welcome to my world. It's twenty-eight minutes, twenty-nine minutes after twelve. Mario, thank you. Uh, let's have a quick look at what still needs to be done. Popcorn and cinemas. Odd to think that you don't know why, but I bet you don't. I hope you do, and if you do, call me on 08456060973. The origin red tape. Why do we use the word red tape to describe excessive bureaucracy? Um, I, th- I need someone with qualifications to explain why I'm right on the question of where the colour goes from soaps and detergents. It just gets diluted out of existence. I'm 99.9% certain of that, so either correct me or confirm. Uh, the Fat Lady Sings question was beautiful. I don't want any criticism of that, even, even if it turns out to be wrong. I prefer the, the, the truth we've got than the truth that might replace it. And, um, yeah, just for Mark, how far does daylight stretch? Maybe you heard him ask that question and you heard something I didn't hear. You, like, maybe sense... If you can answer it you know what to do edmund you'll be up first after the news after edmund and paul it could of course be you this is lbc 97.3 i'm james o'brien it's 12 30 Dan Whitehead is here with the headlines. Stuart Hall's been described by prosecutors as an... Op- 32 minutes after 12. You know those uh, slightly arid newspaper columns where readers send in their questions and other readers provide their answers. Well, if you're just joining us, this is the radio equivalent and it is approximately a million times more entertaining than the newspaper versions. Uh, if you want to join in, the number you need, you will hear me say as soon as I have a phone line free. Paul's in Potter's Bar. Question or answer, Paul? Answer, James. <laughs> go on then hello james yeah no yeah, i'm yeah. here i just i read a text that the producer highlighted and that's what distracted me and made me giggle shall i read it to you
8: oh go on i could do with the giggle
0: it says hello james i've got a question only you can answer i saw you on monday while you were out for your morning stroll and my question is what's the story with those pink trainers to which the answer is they're not pink trainers daz in catford they are lavender desert boots now on with your answer paul
8: yeah, I'll go with that. Right, so uh, it's a rather cynical answer, because I run a popcorn business. Oh, yes. And I'm very critical of uh, cinema popcorn.
0: What, on, on, so on grounds people. of taste and quality?
8: Uh, on grounds of they make 500% profit, and it's so bad for you. Yes. Yeah.
0: Why, why, is, um, it, why is it worse for you than your popcorn?
8: Uh, my popcorn is natural popcorn. It's not covered in butter.
0: Wh- wh- where do you sell yours?
8: Uh, I'm semi-retired. It's payback to school time, and I do a lot of weddings.
0: So you uh, take I'm a little popcorn rolling. tart... tart? Popcorn cart to places and, and, and knock uh, out...
8: Yeah, we do candy floss as well, which is not so healthy for you. Uh, I like it. Uh, smoothies, uh, you, you name it, we do it. Uh, we're well, that's that's ready.
0: clearly not true, <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, elephant burgers... <laughs> Elephant burgers. Uh, no,
8: no, 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 nothing like that. No, <laughs> well, exactly. So don't say so you poison name
0: poison. it, we do it. I mean, it's just, it's just well, not... the
8: healthy stuff. The, um, um, apart from the candy floss. Which, right. uh, you only have once in a blue moon. Right. So candy, um, popcorn. popcorn, cinemas. Uh, goes back a long way. Originally, it was covered in salt. It was very dry. It made you drink more. It put their uh, sales of drinks up.
0: And so uh, there's a, t- a two pronged answer to that. Uh, because the markup was massive and you don't need much preparation area. And then you cover it in salt and people will buy more drinks.
8: Additionally, mine's made in coconut oil, which is 100% fat free and natural.
0: Ooh.
8: Theirs is made in a fat.
0: Yeah, all so right. Made like... in
8: a fat and covered in butter. Believe you me. I know you don't like them. And, I,
0: and I understand why. But you're sounding quite, I don't know, bitter.
8: Uh, because... Did you just bang your head popcorn... against something,
0: then, in frustration?
8: Uh, no, 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 it gives popcorn <laughs> such a bad name, because my popcorn, one carton of popcorn, is equivalent to five Weetabix. It is very, very good for you. I
0: made popcorn yesterday for my children. Oh, right, OK. I bought the kernels from Holland and Barrett, and I made popcorn yeah. in a saucepan, and it is astonishingly cheap.
8: And how do they like it? Do they like it plain, salted,
0: or sweetened? They get what they're given, Paul. <laughs> I'm not one of of these faffy 21st century parents who lets their children have a say. They get what they're given. I sprinkled a little bit of sugar on it. The youngest asked if she could have some more. I said no.
8: Yeah, they're obviously not in their teens yet, James.
0: No, you're quite right. And what is the name of your company? It's only (laughs) fair that we allow you to uh, uh, highlight it, if you want to. Okay, well,
8: that's my cynical answer, but I think it's true.
0: Bless you. Do you want to name your company, Paul? Uh,
8: KMC Enterprises. We're building our website. Good uh, man. You've got my number. We're, we're very good. We're very cheap. I
0: meant more for the punters listening. I don't think I'm going to call you up myself. I've already got my own popcorn. I just <laughs> told you that. Why would I need to hire you? I might start hiring myself. Out. So the salt com- com- combined with the profit margin, that's going to be the victory. That's going to be the yeah. answer. Lovely. Thank you, James. No, thank, thank you. Me. This is for you. <clears throat> popcorn Paul in Potter's Bar. <laughs> Edmund's in Wembley. Edmund, question or answer?
9: Um, question. Yes. Yeah, if the Earth is covered with seventy-one percent of water, yes, how, how much space have we got to live on?
0: Twenty-nine percent.
9: No, because uh, what about the, po- the North Pole, the Antarctic? Nobody lives there. Oh,
0: Well, no, I, not how much could we live on? How much do we live on?
9: That's correct. Yeah. Ah. And all the Sahara Desert, all the deserts everywhere.
0: The desert, yes.
9: Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, so well. No, you're just asking what percentage of the Earth's surface is inhabited.
9: Yeah. Yes. So well, it's got, it's got nothing to do
0: with how much is water.
9: Well, yeah, because 71% we don't live on.
0: Well, we some, so that's on. not strictly true, actually.
9: No, we travel on no, the water. No, you go. You, you okay, could... yes, yes, all right,
0: I understand, yes. The water is a red herring. You want to know what percentage of the earth is inhabited. Habit- yeah, correct, yes. That's a good oh. question. I know what percentage of Britain is built on. Right. Oh, I thought you'd be impressed by that. I'm all. impressed. Yeah. I'm
9: impressed. But you, France as well, maybe. You,
0: would you, you like that? to know what percentage of Britain is built on? Go on, then. Nine percent? Nine percent. That includes gardens. That is what you could describe as a, as developed land.
9: Well, then if you go to France, then if you go to Europe, then obviously we covered um, there's something wrong here then. The,
0: because you... if
9: uh, Britain is nine percent, France probably is 12 percent.
0: Maybe. Because
9: France. And then, uh, Germany and, and, the, and Italy and the rest, and then, then something's wrong here.
0: Why? You think we well, should be building on more land?
9: Yeah, well, no, I think that the 71% water, which was stored in one of them, uh, one of them, uh, mm. geographical society thing, yes. uh, is, is not fully Maybe correct
0: then. No, because it's nine percent of the available land is built on. So available
9: land. Yeah. Okay.
0: So nine percent right. of the twenty-nine. I, all right, I, I understand the question. I will. Uh, I, the, the water is a red herring. Don't forget about the water. Don't worry about the water, Edmund.
9: Right. Forget about the water. What what percent- much land do we need to live? We live on. Yes.
0: How much land do we currently live on? To what percentage of the Earth's surface? Not. I- yes. Is 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 inhabited? You're on. Yes. Okay.
10: Cool. Thank you.
0: Mercy, Tony. Sorry. What would you like to say?
10: Oh, it's an answer to the uh, question about how far does uh, daylight travel? Oh, God. <laughs> well, it's a good question, actually, because mm. it raises a lot of interesting... Well, I think they're interesting.
0: Points. Go on. Uh,
10: you will be the joke. Um, it's a long, 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 long way. Is that your the, answer? Uh, no, oh. uh, not completely. Okay. The, um, the, uh, the farthest thing that we can see by the naked eye in the sky at night is the uh, Andromeda Galaxy. That's about uh, two thousand light years
0: away. But that's a, that's at night.
10: Big. Yeah, yeah, that's a night. Yeah.
0: That's got nothing to do so with daylight.
10: So, well, that that is daylight. It's daylight in the Andromeda galaxy. So it didn't our, mean their uh,
0: daylight. It meant our daylight.
10: Well, right, our daylight travels an equivalent uh, distance um, to someone far away. Do you remember those um, uh, pictures that the um, um, Voyager took that showed the, uh, the sun? And the tiny little blue dot that was Earth. Uh, yeah. Well, that was, you know, that was at the edge of our solar system. And that's, um, uh, well, I can't remember offhand how big, how big our solar system is. But it's pretty big. And, and it would travel further than that. It depends on the sensitivity of the instrument that you're using to look at it.
0: Yeah. So if I pushed you for a one word answer? A long, uh. <laughs> how far <laughs> does daylight stretch? Tony and sorry.
10: Wow. Oh, a long way. <laughs> Two words. Yeah, can't get it any less than
0: that. Well, I kind of knew well, that already, mate. Right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you need um, to qualify
10: the answer, really, because it's not as simple
0: as it sounds. You, I, you'll accept that, James, surely? You're dreaming, aren't you, Tony? <laughs> no. Not, well, let's not, see. How, let's see how Neville in Redbridge gets on, and then I'll make a I'll make a, a wisdom of Solomon style decision. Neville, question or answer?
11: Answer for the don't... daylight
5: one.
0: Oh, great.
11: Oh, don't be like
0: that. Go on. Sorry. Right. Oh, hey, great. Right.
11: Daylight and the sound, it's the same, same way. Heat, if you heat the end of a bar, it'd be absorbed by one end of the bar will be cold and the other will be hot. The light is absorbed by the air. If you want to shine a light through a tube, it'll get weaker by the time it gets to the other end.
0: Yeah. So how far does daylight stretch?
11: It depends on how bright it is.
0: <laughs> Tony... If you have a. If you but have hang a, hang on, Neville. W- back, 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 but, Tony. Yes, yeah. Depends on how well, it, bright it is, mate. Well, that's absolutely true. Mm. Um, but again, it depends
10: on the sensitivity of whatever you're looking so at. So it's an, an
0: unanswerable is. question?
10: Mm. Well, it's. it's up apart from. It's just a long, long, long
11: way. Yeah, well, obviously, yes,
0: but we could all have done that. Neville, you can't put a number on it, can you?
11: No, there's no way you can put a number on it. I mean, if you've got a 100 watt bulb, it'll travel further than.
0: 50 so I suppose he's talking about the sun. Yes. So, how far does daylight stretch from the sun? Indefinitely. Mandy says it's two five nine two zero 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 yep. zero, zero, zero kilometers.
11: Yep.
0: What do you mean, yep? It will
11: travel indefinitely because how bright it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, if I were to push you now on whether or not this was a good question, what would you say? It was a bad question, uh, I think. Yeah, and are you regretting ringing in with your answer yet, or not? Yeah, I think I do now. Yeah. I, see, I, I, there's no offence, mate. I'm glad you did, and I look forward to our next conversation, but I, I, I sense Tony's got more of a tiggerish disposition, and he's not going to brook any pessimism or... or you're, you're still convinced this is brilliant, Tony, right?
10: Well, yeah, that's right,
0: because it raises lots of issues. So the question was, how far does daylight stretch? And you have rung in to, say, a long, long way. And you still think this was a worthwhile I- use of both our time. Well, I wanted, I wanted to qualify a bit more with uh, a little more
10: information.
0: That is what but renders the question me. stupid. Oh. Oh, well, not
10: all questions have got one-word answers.
0: No, it didn't need a one-word answer. It just needed something a little more informative than a long, long way. Sorry, am I saying... I, I, Tony, I, I didn't mean to sound ungrateful. Yeah, no, actually I did. Pauline's in Egham. Pauline, question or answer?
1: Um, I want to challenge an answer. Oh,
0: goodness me. Go on then.
1: <laughs> um, well, I, I believe that um, the question about the fat lady. Oh. Um, that was my got- favourite. I know. Well, I like this one too. What then? Um, it's not the fat lady sings, it's the fat lady thinks. And the fat lady was the curtain at the front of the stage. Nah. And so it wasn't over until the fat lady thinks.
0: That is possibly the worst answer I've ever heard to any question in the history of Mystery Hour.
5: But I believe it to be true.
0: But That is your prerogative, as is my prerogative, to opine what I just opined. Oh! <laughs> the fat lady sinks. Right, question number one. Why is a curtain called a fat lady? Because
1: in theatre land things get strange names.
0: But, you, but you can always explain why. Ask me a strange name in the theatre, I'll tell you what its origin is. Tell, I can't
1: think of another one. But... Green
0: room, green room.
1: Because it's covered in green wallpaper. No,
0: because it had green light in it, because that was less likely to intrude onto the stage and interfere with the lighting of the actual tableau being acted.
1: Well, the reason I was challenging you is because the answer I have comes from my cousin, who is very much like you. He knows so much stuff.
0: Well, he's obviously a liar. Have you ever heard a curtain in any context whatsoever, except in conversation with your lying cousin, have you ever heard a curtain described as a fat lady? No,
1: but I've never heard the other explanation either. That's
0: because it was new to you. But a fat lady sings and your answer is a curtain sinks. Okay. Also, 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 Pauline. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm poised. Curtains generally, and the further you go back in theatrical tradition, the more accurate this would be, come in from the sides. Yes, but...
1: Don't theatre curtains traditionally um, drop from the top? I
0: don't know. No? no I am confused. No? They, well, why are you confused? All you got to well, do is trust you're, me. You're
1: confused. Well, you see, I know my cousin better than I know you. Well, I'm you really should know
0: convinced. by now that he's full of falsehoods. I'll tell him. You, you can. <laughs> What's his name? Barry. Barry. I'm, I knew it. I knew he'd be a Barry. Pauline, take care. <laughs> I'm leaving that round of applause where it was. With Rob, I think. It's 12.45. Joanne so Webb is in the LBC ninety-seven point three Travel Centre.
1: Thanks, James. These delays on the M twenty-five still not easing. It's still
0: very. It's twelve forty-eight. This is LBC ninety-seven point three. Mystery Hour continues. Just, just, just listen. I, I can't bring you up to date with everything that's gone before because it's all slightly surreal, and I've tried to forget some of it. Michael is in Tunbridge Wells. Michael, question or answer?
2: It's an answer. It's not a question of how you become a saint. How do you make a saint? Yes. Actually,
0: I thought you might have had the answer to this one. I thought
2: I did. Background. I thought I did have the answer to this one. No, no What was your answer? Well, so you, you
0: you put someone forward to the Vatican, where a committee sits in judgment, and once you provide evidence, I said of a miracle, I think it's actually of two miracles. It's actually two miracles, yeah. Yes. I just said that. Evidence um, of two miracles, then Bob's your uncle, and and you're a saint.
2: Uh, it's not quite as simple as that, but you're pretty much there because mm. there's a first stage of beatification. No, I said that as
0: well.
2: When you put that through, you put through for beatification. Yeah, and then no, I said that. that I did, I did uh, say that. There's, a, there's another miracle to, you have to prove another miracle after that and then finally um, the, the, the Pope will decide to um, canonize somebody and that's it
0: can it be did done it right? can, i think i did get it right i, I only got one miracle yeah. but i definitely use the word beatification martin's been in touch sure. his wife fiona makes an excellent point she says i thought it could only happen after death if you were truly a saint you would never believe yourself worthy to be one so i yes, that's probably that true. fair as well
2: that is true and that, but it also should be all, all, all with a sort of a sense of modesty it should be happened sometime after death and that's why there was quite a few or, over Pope John Paul II that it happened very rapidly Quickly. after his
0: death. Aren't they trying to do Mother Teresa as well? Yeah, yes,
2: they are. But then that's been a,
0: quite a, a while now. Yeah? Yeah, it has been a little longer. Yeah, a little bit longer. In, Qualifications, in parish, Michael? Uh, parish priest, as you know. Okay, uh, but you're, uh, you're for the other side, aren't I'm, you? An, I'm, I'm an
2: Anglican. Well, it's not like
0: that anymore. Well, there's no Anglican saints, is there?
2: Um. Well, no, there isn't really, but then... Um, That's you such go back...
0: a stupid question. I'm so sorry. That sounded like I was trying to start a holy war. Yeah, system. no, no, no. It's
2: not really like that anymore. No. We work together.
0: We do. It's just the women we argue about. Not for much longer, hopefully. What, what do you reckon? Crikey, don't hold your breath on that one. <laughs> Father Michael, many thanks. I'm going to give you a round of applause, even though all you've done is effectively repeat my answer with a, with a dog collar on. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Carry on. Maze in Stratton. May, question or answer? An answer. You sound surprised.
3: <laughs> Had to think for a moment. <laughs> yes, Judge, the that's, that's,
0: that's the spirit. <laughs> Go on, what have you I got? Don't...
3: Well, the red tape is illegal, used in the legal world. Is it? Now, how I know that, because I went to a day class many years ago, and I was shown around the uh, area the, um, where all the barristers have their offices. I don't think they call them offices. Temple. That's it. The temple, Th- and, and they have chambers. The those. offices are
0: called chambers.
3: Okay, yeah, that's the word I wanted. Yes, I know. <laughs> Thank you. You're that's welcome. That's the word I wanted. Yes. Chambers, not offices. No. But anyway, you, <laughs> you, you've got you put me right there. Yes. But the thing is, we he showed the man that was taking us round and said, "Look through the window, and you'll see the, I call it the uh, the cases they were working on being tied up with red tape." Oh yeah. So that's nice and neat, you see.
0: That's it, isn't it?
3: So I mean, it's um, and I, I work for a barrister, and I took some. Br- red tape home to show people, but they weren't very impressed, you know.
0: I would have been. Oh, you would have been? I would have been. Some genuine, oh, sent- some genuine, bona fide red tape. From- I could
3: have sent you some, shouldn't I?
0: You could, you, yes. Well, yes. yeah. But I wouldn't have known what it was if you weren't That's there to right. explain it. I'd have just got some weird red tape in there. So it's like a ribbon, is it? Yes, it
3: is. Yes, you describe it very well. Yes, a ribbon. It oh, is. I didn't
0: describe I mean, I'm grateful for all compliments mate, but describing <laughs> it as a bit like a ribbon, it's hardly putting yes, it's not right. not exactly in- putting me up there with Roger, is it? you in- <laughs> Would you like a round of applause, madam?
3: Uh, can I tell you how long a piece of string is?
0: Well, yeah, I think... No. I, uh, go on, then.
3: Well, if you measure it from the beginning, when you start on the string and the ball, and, and then me- measure it right the way through until so it's finished, and you just double this, from the beginning to the middle, don't you?
0: That's sudden... The mists have cleared, May. Oh, good. Let's give you a well, round of just applause. not a pretty face, am uh, I? I? Clearly. Clearly not. I never would have dreamt of <laughs> describing you thus. Much, much more than a pretty face. May, thank you. Duncan is in Surbiton. Question or answer, Duncan? An answer, James. Marvelous. Come on.
4: The uh, sunlight, uh, oh, daylight. for goodness' question.
0: sake! Really?
4: Yes. You uh, don't can... feel that this
0: question has delighted us for long enough, Duncan?
4: Oh no, I think I think I can uh, assist you. Marvelous. When light is emitted from a star, it comes in photons which travel through space. Yeah. Space is a near perfect vacuum, so they've got nothing to interact with. Yes. As soon as they hit the atmosphere of a planet or anything like that, Mm. they interact with the particles in the planet and emit light, which you see as daylight. Once the atmosphere finishes, you're in zero... uh, Not gravity, zero... Darkness. Whatever it is.
0: Yeah. And uh, there's nothing for them to
4: interact with. So you don't get any light in inner
0: space because of vacuum. Duncan? Yes? That is absolutely brilliant. Thank you. You're welcome. What are your qualifications?
4: I am um, great interest in astronomy and uh, physics, not particularly advanced physics, but um, anything
0: scientific. So so the whole, the crux of this question was actually, and whether Mark intended it thus, I don't know, but the crux of the question was daylight.
4: That's correct.
0: Not light, because it's not a, light. it's not daylight. a sort of theoretical, physical experiment. It's about the relationship between... Sunlight, or planet, yes, in this case, sunlight and yes. the Earth's atmosphere. And the answer is, it would ex- that daylight will reach as far as the Earth's atmosphere. Yes,
4: yeah, so if you take a place uh, like Jupiter, with uh, an atmosphere probably 7, 000, several thousand kilometres thick, yes. the daylight would expense, extend seven several thousand kilometres. Yes. On the Earth, I think it's about 50 kilometres. After that, you're in blackness.
0: Do you know, I've never high-fived anyone on the radio before, but if I could high-five you, Duncan, I would do it now. Thank you very much. And I'm going I to give know. you the... Superb. High five! John's in Perivale. Question or answer? Mr.
11: James, it's an answer. You can high five me after the answer as well.
0: So I probably won't <laughs> now, because you've said it.
11: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Go on. OK,
11: OK. I used to work in the stadium and in sports industry in the US, and a very good friend of mine, his father, used to be the commissioner of baseball, who in 1933 instituted moving the national anthem from the beginning of the baseball match until the end of the baseball match, so that people would stay in the stadium, and they could get them out orderly. And so they used to have the national anthem sung at the end, which is why the game wasn't over till the fat lady sung. As it just so happened, a friend of the family was an opera singer, who happened to be quite fat, and she used to come in and sing the the national anthem at the end of the match. And that's where the term came from, and that's where it still sticks today.
0: I prefer the one about Texas, but I think you might be right. it has been a slightly surreal mystery hour this week.
11: A bit, a bit, bit odd. And also, just one little correction, if I may. No. Um, by by English law, no. safety curtains in theatres have to drop from the top because they've got rails down the left and right side of the proceeding in order to secure them. There are curtains that come from the left and well, right. That's the safety. Sa- that's cur- the
0: safety curtain. Yeah, that's what she was talking about. No, right. not, she was talking about curtains being called fat ladies, which was already nonsense. <laughs> I, I I don't know that there is a definitive answer to this, but but yours is the most frequently represented in my email inbox. It's certainly believed to be based in sport although you're, you're 1939 i mean the, most most people most people are putting it in the 70s i know no in the,
11: in the u.s this has been going on since the 30s that's where it comes from it comes from the u.s
0: i no in december 1969 apparently was the first time kate smith uh, the america the, the, the large singer sang god bless america at the end of a philadelphia right. flyers hockey game uh, it could be a coincidence on that one unlikely to be a coincidence I, I, I'm, I, I'm going to give you a round of applause, but more out of sort of general... Pity. Yeah. <laughs> no, not pity, charity. <laughs> Thanks, James. Generosity. <laughs> generosity, generosity, John. Anthony's in Epping. Question or answer, Anthony? Hi there, James, oh. got a question for you. Come on, then.
10: Hi there. Um, So,
5: um, I work in audiovisual. We install um, screens, TV screens, and um, cinema screens. My question for you is, what armrest is yours in the cinema? Yeah,
0: do you know something weird? I think that is the question that started Mystery Hour about six years ago. Is it really? I I, I, I don't know why it came up. It's a long, long time ago. My short-term memory is not what it used to be. But I'm pretty sure that someone asked that question, and then lots of other people started ringing in in the answer. And from that little acorn, the mighty oak that is Mystery Hour grew. Oh, okay.
10: Did that, you get an answer that, from it? Nah,
0: then? that was the good news. <laughs> 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 the, the bad news is nobody knows.
10: Right, okay, so there is no
0: answer. No, I mean, I guess, theoretically, you, you would sit on the far end... And that would be right. But then someone's going to have two or none, however you do it. Okay, fair enough. So uh, the answer to the question is, which armrest in, is yours in the cinema? The answer is the, the, the ones you can actually get your elbow. Have you ever had an argument? Have you ever had a little wrestle? An elbow uh... wrestle?
5: No, no, I generally just take them both. See, I did no on a plane. I
0: had a proper thing. little scrap on a plane with a fella sitting next to me on the way to Thailand. And then he pushed my arm off and I pushed... Sorry, Anthony, go, go, sorry, man. I, 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 maybe next week. Sarah's in Beckenham. Question or answer, Sarah?
1: Um, an answer to
0: the ahoy. Ahoy! Quickly, ahoy. please.
1: Um, apparently the sound oi
0: or hoy is the sound
1: that
0: travels furthest across water. Oi, oi, oi. Ahoy, So, it's Ahoy! Oi. Qualifications?
1: Um, well, it's actually my dad. He was a Russian translator in the. He did his national service in the navy, and it was just something he picked up
0: when he was doing I li- that. I can I, I think I like that. Was it, yeah. was it like, would it? Would a hoy travel further? Hello. Well, apparently it's, it's something to do with um, You know, like the
1: uh, sonics, science of sound. The sonics in it. It's yeah. The sonics.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you've got a round of applause, but you have to. Uh, and, well, I have
1: to give it to my dad. Yeah, I'll I was going to say. Gonna say exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right.
0: So he speaks Russian as well, does he? Yes, Latin. At the moment, he's teaching Latin to uh, 13 OAPs, so... Really? Yes. My little girl wants to learn Latin. I might might give your dad a ring. That's it from me for another day. We'll do it again tomorrow from ten. Here is Julia Hartley-Brewer.
1: Ahoy, from Julia Hartley-Brewer, head LBC 97.3, coming up after the one o'clock news... Going to talk about Stuart Hall. Got to. The It's a Knockout presenter. I I've Yet another star and celebrity from my childhood. Uh, he's admitted indecently assaulting 13 girls, the youngest age 9. The bit I don't get and I need your help with is that apparently the children told their parents, who were often friends of Stuart Hall, and they didn't go to the police. Why don't parents do the right thing?
10: On FM Online.